This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi there, it's Megan Mitchell from Agents of Change. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you enjoy the content, please check out my ASWB test prep courses for the bachelor's, master's, and clinical exams. Each Agents of Change course includes more than 30 key topics that closely match the ASWB KSA content areas. Our content is great for both auditory and visual learners and includes video walkthroughs, supplemental materials, hundreds of practice questions, and twice monthly live study groups with me. You can learn more and get 10 free practice questions at agentsofchangeprep.com. Welcome. This is Megan Mitchell with Agents of Change Social Work Test Prep. And today I'm bringing you another Social Work Shorts. And today we're talking about flashcards. A lot of people may be including flashcards as part of their study resources. So we're going to talk about what the pros are of using flashcards, what the cons are, and tips if you are planning to utilize flashcards as part of your studying regimen. And if you are looking for more information about the ASWB exam, tips, tricks, go ahead and head on over to our website at agentsofchangeprep.com. So what we're going to talk about today, let's talk flashcards. Flashcards are one tool that may be utilized when you are studying for the exam. They should not be your only tool. I want to preface this. Um, before we jump into anything further today. So we're going to talk about the pros, the cons, and how can you make the most use out of using flashcards. And some people say, should I do it? Should I not do it? It's all going to be dependent on your learning style, how you absorb information. I will say, flashcards should really only be used for recall information. So maybe topics that you really just are having difficulty grasping and it's not sticking, you're not remembering a definition or a step in a process, that would be a good use for flashcards. So what are some pros of using flashcards? They're simple, right? They've, they've been around forever. You just write something on the front, you flip it over and test your knowledge on the back. They're versatile, they're portable. So I remember when I was studying years ago, I'd have my flashcards in my backpack. I could take them different places, right? I could read them on the Metro, on my commute to work, or maybe at my desk. They're quick, you only need a few minutes to quiz your knowledge on them. They're flexible and you can personalize them, right? So yes, you can buy or utilize flashcards that are someone else's, but we will talk a little bit more about why it's best if you personalize them yourself. So those are some pros. They're easy. They're simple. They are a great quick tool. However, what are some cons? Isolation. You are just simply memorizing usually when you are utilizing flashcards. So you're just doing recall work here. You're really focusing on memorization. And as we know for this exam, memorization is not going to get you a passing score. I have known people that know every definition in um, the social work dictionary front to back. But if you're not able to apply that knowledge, understand that knowledge, and utilize it in a way that helps you break down questions, you're going to be a little bit stuck on test day. 
And so I will say flashcards are not going to be enough to help you pass on test day. They can be a tool, but they should not be the only tool. And you don't want to become too over-reliant on it, right? It's like you become in the pattern where you just pull out the flashcards and you're just kind of subconsciously answering them and not really thinking and having the information stick. So how can you make the most of using flashcards? Create them yourself. That's going to actively help you write out the information or type out the information. It gives that kinesthetic muscle some use. You want to use space repetition. So we'll talk about that a little bit more, but you want to spread out the times that you're utilizing the flashcards so that you don't become over-reliant on them. And you want to review them regularly. Just making the flashcards isn't enough. You need to make sure that you're utilizing them and reviewing them. So why flashcards? Why should I even use this, right? This, this might be something so elementary level or so basic. This might be something that you're like, this is silly. We're not taking a spelling test. But they've stood the test of time for a reason, right? Because they come from the concept of active recall. And what does that mean? It means that you need to recall information and the flashcards help you quickly bring that information from your brain to the forefront so that you can recall it. They're simple, question on one side, answer on the other, you flip it over, you test your knowledge. They are versatile, so not only can they be used for ASWB, you might have used flashcards for a variety of different things, right? I'm thinking math equations, or like I said, spelling words for young children. They can be used for so many different things. So you can put definitions on there, formulas, scenarios, steps in a process. You really can tailor it to whatever you need it to. They're portable. They do take up space, right? Depending on how much you, um, if you're using a physical piece of paper or cardboard or whatever it is you're using, or they can be on your computer. So they also can be digitalized now in the um, age of technology. So you could even have them on your phone or on your computer. They're easy to pull out, right? You might use them on a commute during your morning coffee ritual. You might have a partner or a child or a friend quiz you on them. So they're, they're just easy. And I would say if you are a tactile learner, it allows you to actually touch something. So I would say if you're tactile, you might want to write out physically um, uh, maybe. And if you're visual, you might want to use bright colors or bright colored pens or different ways that are going to draw that information to your visual um, knowledge. So they're not perfect. They're certainly not perfect. So they're helpful for certain topics. We'll talk about what topics you should use them for or could use them for, for the ASWB exam. They are only one tool in your toolbox and you should not spend a majority of your time on flashcards. They have limitations, right? They are just going to be for memorization purposes only. And the ASWB exam is going to have very, very, very few recall questions. So you need to be able to go deeper. You need to be able to use your reasoning skills. You need to apply the information that you are memorizing. So doing flashcards alone, like I said many times, it's not going to be enough. And the flashcards can encourage overemphasis on memorization. So you might just be mindlessly memorizing rather than understanding. So if you are utilizing flashcards, make sure that you're not just regurgitating definitions, it needs to go a little bit deeper than that. Because we know the ASWB exam is very focused on scenarios, 
application, critical thinking, and you need to think outside the box in real world situations, not just provide a definition. So you might know the definition of something, but if you can't apply that to a scenario or how you would use that in a certain case or applying it to the code of ethics, it's only going to take you so far. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So why should you use them or why could you use them for the ASWB exam? Um, here's some ways you can effectively use them. You don't want to just have them disorganized all over the place. Stay organized. So maybe if you're using different topics, they're different colors, or you put them with a rubber band to separate them by topic. You should not put too much info on one card, right? You're, you're not writing a novel here on the front or back. You just want to have the basic information that's going to quickly allow you to recall information and engage with them. Don't just read them, right? We, we've talked about active reading versus passive reading. You want to really think about, okay, yes, let's say you are going through medications, right? What is this medication used for? And then think of a scenario. What might be some symptoms a client might be having that might indicate that they are using a certain medication or might be prescribed a certain medication. So you have to really go farther than just flipping it over and regurgitating information. What topics are flashcards helpful for? They're going to be helpful for recall situations. So if there's something that you're really struggling with, for me, it was um, medications just did not seem to stick for me. So I used flashcards for that. And then I also use them for Erickson's stages of development. Things that you just forget the steps or you get stuck on that flashcards would be helpful for that. So medications, the drug name and category. You can write the name of the medication on one side, flip it over, what it's prescribed for on the other side. For the exam, you might get both the generic brand and brand name. So you need to know both. So make sure that when you're studying medications, you know both brand name and generic name. You should not have more than a handful of questions on medications for the exam. So spend an appropriate amount of time on this, but do not spend a majority of your time memorizing medications. DSM diagnosis. As you know, in the DSM, there's different criteria that must be met in order for someone to get to that diagnosis. So you might write the name of the DSM diagnosis on one side of the card and list the diagnostic criteria or symptoms on the other side. So you might write, let's say, I'm trying to think here, schizophrenia. And you have that and then on you flip it over and you have the diagnostic criteria that would need to be met for someone to receive that diagnosis. Another thing that flashcards could be helpful for is steps in a process. And these would be if there's like step one, two, three, four, five, or things that go in an order. And you have to get the order correct to be able to answer the question correctly. Some examples of this might be the social work helping process. So eat a pie today, program development, program evaluation. There's a few other concepts throughout um, the course and in ASWB 
KSAs that will be process-based and you need to know the steps. So you should write the steps on one side and you want to go a little bit further than that. Just knowing, oh, the step might be engagement. What does engagement mean? So what tasks, what goals or actions are involved in that step? You also want to explain why it's important. Why do we need to engage a client in the social work helping process? How does that contribute to the overall goal? So for steps in a process, yes, it will help you memorize, but it's also going to help you understand and apply the information a little bit further. With the steps in a process, I always say, think of a client or a scenario and apply the information that way, personalize it. It will help the information stick so much more. You might even want to throw that on your flashcard, um, a particular scenario that you're walking through to remember the steps. How often should you review flashcards? Regularly. You don't want to do it once and then you do it the day before the exam. That's not helpful. So you want to try a technique called spaced repetition. This means that you want to increase intervals of time between the review. So you're enhancing retention. So, you know, you want to make sure you have a good handle on it. And if you want to know more about spaced repetition or that you think this is a concept, the repetition is going to really work for you. You can check out mochi.cards. There's tons of websites out there that will help you with frequency of reviewing your flashcards, but you do have to review them. But you don't want to over-review them so that you're just not even processing the information. Should you use digital or physical? This is going to depend on your learning style, what works best for you. So I suggest that you take some time to figure out what's going to work best for you or if flashcards are even going to work at all for you, right? Everyone learns differently. So digital ones, those are going to be easy to organize, right? You can have a folder on your computer. There's websites, Quizlet. There's different things that can help you if you are more of a digital person. However, physical ones, like I mentioned before, they're really good for tactile learners. So if you like to touch and feel and engage or your kinesthetic, that's going to help. You should create them yourself. If someone else gave me their flashcards, that's not really going to be meaningful to me. Right? The action of writing or typing out a flashcard helps you retain the knowledge. That's that active learning. And it's going to be much better than purchasing a deck of flashcards. I remember when I was taking my master's level exam, I'm a big flashcard person. I go, I'm just, I found some, a set that had all this information on them. I never used it. It was not helpful at all. Just reading information on a card, that was not going to work for me. So it really is important that you create the content on your cards yourself um, rather than purchasing or using someone else's content. What if you remember the cards but not the content? This is a problem, right? This is commonly a problem people with flashcards have. It's like, I, I knew it on my flashcard, and then I got into the exam, and I went blank. That's called context-dependent dependent memory. This might be remember the card's color, what handwriting you did it in, but you're not actually remembering the concepts. So that's why it's important that you have to go a little bit farther with your learning here, and you want to vary your studying context. So like I said, this is truly for memorization purposes only. You want to mix up the order of your flashcards. So you're not just doing um, memorization of, oh, I remember this comes first, then this. And then you also want to ensure that you are applying information, you're understanding 
and you're taking the the memorization further than just spouting out a fact because that's not going to be helpful on the exam. So it's at the end of the day, I do want to say that it's up to you on how and if you should use flashcards. It's going to be different for everyone. Um, but remember that it's just one small tool to add in your toolbox of potential resources to utilize in your studying journey. So if you are looking for more study content or more study tips, we have something for everyone. We have free content. We have paid content. Um, we have exams. We have packages. Check us out at agentsofchangeprep.com. And if you need to ever ask us any questions or get in touch, you may email us at agentsofchangeprep at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. If you are listening on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe so that you can have access to our new videos. And if you're listening by podcast, make sure that you subscribe so you can also learn when we put out new information. Remember, this test is hard, but you got this. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.